välkomna till internationell författarscen. Jag heter Ida Linde. Och jag heter Athena Farrosad. Och vi är programansvariga för litteraturen på Kulturhuset Stadsteatern. Alldeles strax ska ni föra författaren Constance Debré i samtal med mig. Varmt välkomna. Je nage tous les jours. J'ai le dos et les épaules musclées, les cheveux courts, bruns, un peu gris devant, le détail d'un caravage tatoué sur le bras gauche et fils de pute, calligraphie soignée sur le ventre. Je suis grande, mince, j'ai peu de seins, un anneau à l'oreille droite. Je porte des jeans, des pantalons de toile, des t-shirts blancs ou noirs, des chemises d'homme l'été, un vieux blouson de cuir, pas de soutien-gorge, des converses, des church. Je dors dans un caleçon de garçon en Oxford gris. Je ne me maquille pas, je me brosse les dents trois fois par jour. Je n'utilise pas de déodorant, je transpire peu, mais j'aime bien de temps en temps. Comme parfum, je mets habits rouges. Parfois, j'ai envie d'en changer, mais ça plaît aux filles, alors je le garde. Je sens le chlore aussi avec la piscine. Je fume des Marlboro Light le soir, je bois peu, je ne me drogue pas. Je vis à Paris dans un studio vert d'enfer. J'ai pas de meubles à part un matelas de 120 acheté à Stop Affaires rue Saint-Maur. Une planche et des tréteaux. 17,90 euros l'ensemble au Bricorama de l'avenue de Flandre. Je n'aime pas les objets. Je n'ai pas de casserole, pas de couvert, pas d'assiette, sauf en carton pour ne pas faire la vaisselle. Je n'ai pas d'argent parce que je m'en fous, parce que je préfère écrire que travailler. Je ne pense jamais que j'ai 47 ans, j'imagine que je vieillirai d'un coup, sauf si comme ma mère je meurs avant. À part mon fils que je ne vois plus, tout va bien. Il a 8 ans, mon fils, puis 9, puis 10, puis 11. Il s'appelle Paul, il est super. Jag går och simmar varje dag. Jag har en vältränad rygg och muskulösa axlar, kortklippt mörkt hår med några vita strån fram till. En detalj ur en Caravaggio-målning tatuerad på vänsterarmen och fistiput, horunge, prydligt textat över magen. Jag är lång och smal, jag har små bröst, en ring i högerörat. Jag bär jeans eller bomullsbyxor, vita eller svarta t-shirts, herrskjortor på sommaren, en gammal skinnjacka, ingen BH, Converse eller Churches. Jag sover i herrboxershorts i grå Oxfordbomull. Jag sminkar mig inte, jag borstar tänderna tre gånger om dagen. Jag använder ingen deodorant, jag svettas inte mycket men ibland gillar jag det. Parfymer jag bär är abitgors. Ibland får jag lust att byta, men den går hem hos tjejerna, så jag har den kvar. Jag luktar klor från simbassängen också. Jag röker Marlboro Light om kvällarna. Jag dricker inte mycket, tar inga droger. Jag bor i Paris i en etta vid Donfer. Jag har inga möbler, förutom en 120 cm resormadrass införskaffad på Stoppaffär, Rusen Mor och en träskiva på några bockar. 17 euro för hela kittet från Bricorama på Avenue de Flandre. Jag gillar inte prylar. Jag har inga grytor, inga bestick, inga tallrikar, bara papperstallrikar för att slippa diska. Jag har inga pengar för jag bryr mig inte. För jag skriver hellre än jobbar. Jag tänker aldrig på att jag är 47 år. Jag antar att jag kommer åldras över en natt om jag nu inte som min mor dör innan dess. Förutom att jag inte träffar min son längre går allt bra. Han är åtta år min son, sen nio, sen tio, sen elva. Han heter Paul. Han är fin. 
Parfois, je les vois chez moi. Elles me textent quand elles arrivent. Je descends leur ouvrir. Je leur ai pas donné le code. On baisse dans le lit simple. Plus souvent chez elles, dans le studio de la première, boulevard, boulevard Voltaire, au-dessus de l'appartement de ses parents. Dans le grand appartement de la seconde, rue de Tournon, quand elle n'a pas sa fille. Souvent, je reste dormir. J'alterne les petits déjeuners, les chocs à pic de l'une, le thé fumé de l'autre. Je lis dans leur lit, je prends des bains dans leur baignoire, je me sers dans leur frigo. Je prends ce qu'elles ont à donner. Je regarde ce qui se passe quand je les touche. Je les appelle toutes les deux lapins. J'aurais aimé pouvoir les payer pour qu'il n'y ait pas de malentendu. Ibland träffar de hos mig. De mässar när de kommer. Jag går ner och öppnar. Jag har inte gett dem koden. Vi knullar i enkelsängen. Oftare hos dem. I den första sätta på Boulevard Voltaire. Ovanpå hennes föräldrars lägenhet. I den andra stora lägenhet på Rue de Tonon. När hon inte har sin dotter. Ofta sover jag över. Jag varierar frukostarna. Tjocka pickflingor hos den ena. Rök te hos den andra. Jag läser i deras sängar. Badar i deras badkar. Äter i deras kylskåp. Jag tar vad de har att ge. Jag ser vad som händer när jag rör vid dem. Jag kallar båda två för kanin. Jag hade gärna betalat dem för att undvika missförstånd. J'évite les parcs, les jardins, les abords des écoles, les boulangeries à 4h30. Je fais des détours, je me planque le mercredi. Je porte des lunettes de soleil même quand il pleut. Avant, je ne les voyais pas. Je n'avais pas remarqué comme ils étaient nombreux, comme ils étaient partout. Les enfants, toutes les sortes d'enfants, toute la gamme. Les bébés, les 3-4 ans, les 6-8, les 10-12. J'ai l'impression qu'ils sont là pour moi, pour me narguer. Un coup des dieux qui veulent se moquer de moi. Me rappeler ce que j'arrive à peu près à oublier à force de discipline. Me dire qu'elle sert à rien, ma discipline. Mes longueurs de piscine et toutes ces filles que je vois. Je fuis les enfants comme s'ils étaient des bombes à fragmentation. Comme s'ils allaient m'exploser à la gueule. Cribler mon corps de petits morceaux de métal coupants. Je les repère de loin. Je me tiens à distance. Je les esquive. Mais ils sont plus forts. Je finis toujours par me faire avoir. Ils me prennent par surprise. Hier, c'était deux garçons, les 10-12 ans, derrière moi, vers Saint-Michel. Je les avais pas vus, je les ai entendus. C'est leur voix qui m'a scindé en deux. Pas exactement sa voix à lui, mais le ton, la manière de parler entre eux des garçons de cet âge. J'ai pas pu m'empêcher de me retourner, de sentir la douleur. Je me serais giflé, je me serais donné un coup de canif dans la cuisse. Jag undviker parker, skolor, bagerier vid halv fem tiden. Jag tar omvägar, gömmer mig på onsdagar när barnen är lediga från skolan. Jag har solglasögon även när det regnar. Innan såg jag inte dem. Jag hade aldrig lagt märke till hur många de var eftersom det fanns barn överallt. Alla möjliga barn, hela skalan. Bebisar, tre, fyraåringar, sex, åringar, tio, tolvåringar. Det känns som om de är där för min skull. För att håna mig. Ett spratt från gudarna som vill retas med mig. Påminna mig om det som jag nästan lyckas glömma om jag kämpar hårt. Säg att det inte hjälper att jag kämpar mina längder i bassängen och alla tjejer jag träffar. Jag flyr barn som om de var klusterbomber. Som om de skulle explodera rakt i ansiktet på mig. Peppra min kropp med vassa små metallbitar. Jag upptäcker dem på håll. Jag håller mig på avstånd, undviker dem. Men de vinner. Jag blir alltid lurad. De överraskar mig. 
Igår var det två pojkar i 10-12 års åldern som gick bakom mig vid samma käll. Jag hade inte sett dem. Jag hörde dem. Det var deras röster som ska rakt igenom mig. Inte riktigt som hans röst, men tonen, sättet killar i den åldern prata med varandra. Jag kunde inte låta bli att vända mig om, känna smärtan. Jag kunde ha gett mig själv en örfil stuckit en kniv i låret. J'aime le sexe comme j'aime regarder les gens dans la rue, comme j'aime les voir passer devant moi sans les connaître, pour ce mélange de très près et de très loin. J'aime les premières fois, les coups d'un soir. J'aime les premières fois pour m'éprouver mauvais coups. On est rarement bon la première fois, moi en tout cas, parce que c'est pas grave, parce que rien n'est grave la première fois. J'aime les premières fois parce que j'aime le sexe sans rien, rien qui rassure, rien qui oblige, sans amour, sans discours, sans précédent, sans habitude. J'aime les premières fois parce qu'elle change la vie sans changer la vie, pour l'événement pur, pour l'innocence. Jag gillar sex som jag gillar att betrakta folk på gatan, som jag gillar att se dem passera mig utan att känna dem. Den där blandningen är väldigt nära och ändå långt ifrån. Jag gillar första gången, engångsliggen. Jag gillar första gången för risken att vara ett dåligt ligg. Man är sällan bra första gången. Inte jag i alla fall, det spelar ingen roll. För inget spelar någon roll första gången. Jag gillar första gången för jag gillar villkorslöst sex. Inga löften, inga krav, utan kärlek, utan tomt prat, utan historia, utan vana. Jag gillar första gången för att det ändrar livet utan att förändra livet. För upplevelsen i sig, för oskuldsfullheten. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome. And welcome to you, everyone. Uh, I guess uh, a lot of you already read the book, but for those who haven't, <laughs> it's a book about a woman who has an ex-husband that because of her newfound homosexuality demands custody of their son. It's a book about a woman who leaves her job as a lawyer to become a writer. And it's also, or because of that, uh, a book about routine, about swimming, fucking, waiting. And the book starts with a radical statement about love. It says, I don't see why the love between a mother and a son should be any different from other kinds of love why we shouldn't be allowed stopping loving each other. Why is the book starting here? Well, it's not a statement, it's a question. Yes, okay. It's it a, is, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a question, but a radical one, I agree. Um, the um, main character, which is made out of me, but mm -hmm. it's a character, thank you. Uh, no, but that's yeah, the whole thing. But um, is I mean, yeah, she's 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 uh, she's wondering and she's asking herself the question at a moment where she is. I mean, her um, relationship with her son is really at stake. I mean, uh, and as you said, there's a trial, and she doesn't see her son anymore and she's wondering 
Is it like, you know, like in, a, for instance, a romantic relationship where it is something that happened and we, we all know that and, it's, and it could be okay? Because it's not, you know, the usual story about motherhood. It's, it's not what you've been told. So mm -hmm. may, maybe this is, is it something that could happen. And, yeah. uh, and what, what, how do you, how you, how do you do, you know, that's, um, mm -hmm. so that's the, uh, why it's at the beginning of the book. Yeah, is it, I read this book uh, almost like a classic, uh, like tale of a hero. Like someone has to leave everything behind. The hero also needs to be alone, as it says in the book. I'm a solitary man, I'm a lonesome cowboy. Uh, but is this, I mean, this question that then like sets off this hero on a journey? It, I mean, that is a classic trope in a way, but Absolutely. how does that narrative change because it's a woman? Uh, well, first, uh, to me, uh, the, uh, the, the, the story of a book and, mm -hmm. and the story of this book is, is, is an excuse for other things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course, there is a story. Mm. There's a plot mm. because it's you know I play the game. Mm. I'm, I'm writing a novel, so mm. there must be a story. Mm. Uh, but it's not about the story. It's not about that. It's um, one of the book I had in mind. You know, mm. uh, while uh, writing this one mm. was the Odyssey. Yes. And so I and 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 because I I, I really believe that those great myths uh, are not great myths because they are beautiful, whatever. Mm. They are so important because they still, um, they, they talk about ourselves. Mm. So I wanted to use this uh, uh, frame uh, in, a, in a very modern situation. Mm. And what is mo more modern than mm. a divorce mm. and you know, a dispute over mm. a, ch a child? Um, which was, of course, a situation uh, I, I knew quite well, <laughs> as many other people, and other things mm -hmm. such as, yeah, being a woman mm. and the uh, and be, uh, being queer and everything. Mm. But I wanted to use that thing and uh, also to create a, a main character. To me, a main character is also is always a proposition, a proposal. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, when when I as a was as a reader, when I open a mm -hmm. book, I want to find a solution. <laughs> you know, to help me to live, because I really don't know. Do you? I don't. <laughs> I, I, so I so, oh okay, maybe this one, maybe I'm gonna find something useful. You know. Uh, so yeah, again, okay, I'm gonna write a book, mm -hmm. so I get I have to. You know, make a proposition, <laughs> and and so to 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 create a a main character which is a not an anti-hero. It has been mm. done so many times, yeah. but yes, a hero. Mm. And it was much fun to do it. It was more fun because she could have appeared as a victim, yes. and of mm. course. So no, she's mm. going to be a hero, and she's going to be not that sympathetic always. You know, mm -hmm. so it was uh, had to play with that. <laughs> Uh, but yes, so 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 this is uh, and he, what is a hero is like of of course Ulysses is the hero, mm. and he he becomes a hero because of 
trials, because yes. of hostility, because of mm. what happens to mm. him, because he cannot go back to uh, uh, Iraq. Uh, so, but because it's very useful to think this way, uh, and I, I was doing so while you know living myself those uh, those things, those trials and everything. I was, I was trying to to. Yeah, I was trying to believe in a way that I was Ulysses. So yeah, that's uh, a bit <coughs> hard. Uh, it's a bit painful, but uh, that's the that's the, the 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 piece of evidence. I'm a hero because I'm going to go through that and 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 to become something else, someone else, or to, or, or more myself. I don't know, but there's going to be. This is interesting. I think the real freedom, mm. you know, is 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 how you react to mm. things. It's not, you know, being that or that, mm. or it's probably a bit mm. about your decisions. Mm. But at the end of the day, you don't take that much decisions in your life. Mm. But how you react to what mm. happens to you is very interesting. I think so. But well, now when you're talking about making a proposal, yeah. is that also, would you say it also influences your style? I mean, you're kind of right in these statements. Is that a part of making the reader feel like she might know? Well, there's many things. Mm. Um, um, yeah, the style was very much a decision. And yes, I wanted to write in very short sentences, very simple uh, way, and uh, I, I wanted this uh, character to have uh, some kind of uh, position of uh, of power uh, because uh, she was uh, in a very, very fragile situation mm -hmm. because of the trial, because she has no money, because she's—I mean, she's really. But yeah, so I, because I like contrast, and also um, I, as a writer, I'm a, I'm a late bloomer uh, because I, as as the, from of course the character I I, I become a, uh, I became a writer in a, like I don't know maybe now eight years ago so I was forty something, and uh, and before that I was a lawyer I was a criminal lawyer. And I think I became, a, a, um, I really, I mean, I, I, I knew how to write mm. because of my writing. And, and it's mm. when, because of my um, experience as a lawyer, yeah. it's, it's uh, because using language, you know, to plead, to uh, convince mm. Uh, judges and uh, and the juries mm. and and so was was the I mean you have to use your lang language in a special way. It's not like uh, writing speeches. Mm. I, I've done that when I was younger. You can uh, blah blah blah. <laughs> Nobody cares, you know. But when when you are uh, when you're defending someone who's facing jail mm. for twenty twenty years, you have to be good, and you have to be efficient. And suddenly I realized it's much more difficult, but much more fun to use language to, you know, to grab people and to, to make them feel something and, and suddenly think the opposite of what they thought they, was, they were thinking. 
uh, and, and suddenly I said, of course, that's how I want to write. It's so much interesting. Um, so I think it's also part of the answer, you know, it comes from this experience as a lawyer. Uh, this the style and 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 yes, the position of you of of authority of power is also very interesting to me because I think writing is in itself, whatever you write, um, a very aggressive position, and I wanted to assume it to Vermont to you know to uh, yeah to assume it completely because uh, you're you you're taking a space, um, and and in this space. You're alone, and that the reader is. Uh, I mean, the only right a reader has. It's not nothing, but it's not is not to read, of course. But but anyway, if he does, he's a very passive position. So uh, so it's very unequal, you know. And so yes, let's assume this very arrogant position with this style. It's very. Interesting this when you're talking about the law and the writing, because <laughs> I mean in this in this book, it's very interesting that uh, the main character is trying. I mean she's leaving her job as a lawyer to become a writer, but it's in that moment she also gets drawn back into the law because of this yeah. custody battle. So it's also like changes for her in a way. Absolutely, it's all about roles, you know. Mm. She's uh, she used to be a lawyer, and suddenly she's attacked. Uh, she's in a trial, uh, but also she's uh, she used to be a, like classical woman, heterosexual woman, uh, you know, with a husband and a, a child, and 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 suddenly she's at stake because she's a lesbian and and she's. It's not the good woman. And so her response is to be a lesbian, but not a good lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, okay, you, you see what I mean? <laughs> no, but that's why I, ch I have chosen those passages of my book, yeah. which is like, all right. But it's, it's not just like this. It's, it's, it's a response. To, to me, in this book, it's really a, a response to... Um, the uh, uh, the trial. Yeah. Said, oh yes, you want me to step down? I won't. No. And 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 I will be. And I won't be. You know, the nice lesbian with another mm. girlfriend mm. and uh, going to IKEA. And uh, no, <laughs> not really. I really, I'm gonna be like mm. it's okay for a man to be. But I mean. Except with no violence. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apart from this, the sentences that are like statements, and there's not a lot of uh, psychology in this book. Like it can say, for example, uh, he did drugs because he did drugs, like that kind of things. But now when you're talking about this being a bad lesbian, mother. It says, and I wanted to ask if you could expand on the following, these are psychological lines, <laughs> that where it says, I might never have become a lesbian if I hadn't been his mother first. I might never have dared. I might never have understood. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, so, so you, you want an explanation? 
I can uh, be honest with you. Let me think. You're, you're the first one to ask <laughs> me that. But, uh, uh, all right. Uh, yes, because I think... I think... Um, I think, well, it's my experience that um, becoming a mother uh, first gives you lots of strength and second, and, and the two are linked, um, and second, um, prevents you from lying. And so, because you know, when, when they begin to talk, uh, so you talk to them and what, 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 what about? You talk, to, you talk to what you know about the world. So suddenly you, you have someone who says, so what is it about? And it's, well, uh, okay. And then you, you, you try to, to, to sum up what you, everything you know. And, 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 to, and to think, I mean, it's very, um, it's, it's so much uh, intellectual, you know, this, this age, uh, I mean, for the mother, yeah. at least. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's very difficult, it's much more difficult than any, you know, uh, uh, school or whatever, mm -hmm. if you do it honestly, I think. Yeah. And, um, and so, you cannot lie about yourself, uh, and, and, and but and suddenly you have the well. I had, I don't know. It happens this in this way too. But I had the the strength to do it because it was uh, yeah. It was, it was what I. It was inside me. I was not lying before, but uh, uh, yeah. Suddenly I had the strength to do something that was there, and I had to do something with that. I think. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's much more in, without the explanation. Much more, it's much better in without the explanation. But I think this, this is the explanation. I'm sorry for having you. No, no, it's not. You see what I mean? Yes. Because I think it's just that, and and also uh, there's no explanation because an explanation is is always it's just a hypothesis. We, we, I'm not sure. What what is sure is that. It is how it happened. Yeah, I uh, I share this experience. So when I read oh. it, it felt true to me, and that's why I oh, okay. I could not have explained it either. But when you were talking about it, it was very beautiful. Do you agree? Thank you. Do yes, you agree? I do. Okay. Yes. But uh, let's change the subject. Because <laughs> uh, I also wanted to talk about uh, temporality. Like, because when there's a, like how your perception of time changes when there's a rupture in it. And there's some ruptures in this main character's life. And also, I haven't found a good word for this, I'm just going to call it the gay time. Because <laughs> uh, it says in the book, yeah. you gain 10 years easy when you become gay. Everyone knows that, Dorian Gray effect, guaranteed. So I was thinking, like, how to deal, like, was it hard to structure the book chronological when you're handling these ruptures? Oh. 
I don't know, but there is a structure in this book. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are, you know, there's, the, yeah, there was, there's this very strange time. But you're right, it's, uh, time is, a, is an issue. Uh, because there is, I mean, the, it's very strange because there is this time with the sun and it's mm. with some four months, no relation at mm. all, you know, and and so strange, so strange. You have a son and suddenly there's mm. no one. So are, are you still a mother? I mean, it's so so bizarre. Mm. Yeah. And 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 it's of course very painful, but you try to. I mean, you have to go through the days, and everyone is yeah. so. What's going on? And Jesus, you should do that. And okay, thank you very much. So it's very difficult, and um, but you have to deal with time, and um, and I think at this moment, uh, the gay thing, uh, which appeared a bit before the trial, let, let's say like a couple of years before, became something to, um, to fill the void. Yeah. And, uh, and it's still something to be experienced. So, so she does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, and so yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange because she is in a in a time which is suspended, <laughs> regarded to her son and her previous life, and 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 it's something completely new because she's a new writer. She you know she's not she's not going to uh, an office like or uh, before or continuing. Her job as before, so mm. this is completely new. Mm. She could be, she could be any age. Mm. She could be 25. She could be 45. She, there's no nothing, and and she's and and suddenly and she realized she, yeah, has success with girls, and mm. it's and suddenly and suddenly she realized that you you can just, you know, uh, put your hand on someone and this. Person doesn't slap you in the face. Say, yeah, well, okay, let's go. That's so strange. Okay, let's see what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm scared. Everyone is scared. <laughs> but it's so interesting mm. when there's fear, you know. Mm. And and at least there's no pain anymore. I mean, you you you, you for for a minute, for night, you forget you forget about something else. Yeah. And, and and I wanted to you know to uh, to put the two things uh, in the book, of course. Yeah, yeah. But the character. Uh, in, uh, sorry, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, and also one another reason is that because you know this mother thing, this, mm. the the way the way society is is talking about motherhood. This thing that doesn't exist. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. It's like, what what is it about? You know, what what I mean, you know, before being a, a a mother, before being mothers, we all were women, 
And suddenly we became mothers and it's mm. something else. I'm not sure. Um, it's something else, yes, but it's not, you know, it doesn't make the woman disappear. Uh, is, it, is it because uh, sexuality is, is something uh, embarrassing for a woman? Is it that? Is it the thing which is behind mother? All right, so let's put sexuality yeah. back in the in the in the picture. Yeah. So it was oh, it was about that too. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh you. Oh. Oh, uh, you. Are, I'm a bad mother because yeah. I have a sexuality that, that <laughs> is not confirmed. That is not yeah. you know the the uh, in a in a, with a man and uh, with a monogamic uh, marriage situation. What's your problem with sexuality? Yeah. Are we still in the Middle Age? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to put lots of sex in this in this story, in this yeah. picture. Because I don't think it's something bad at all. No. It's not good or bad, it's something. I think that's very... When you read a book, it's like refreshing in many ways to read. And sometimes it's like drinking a glass of water. Because it's also reading about someone who's acting doing things, like you say, reaching out, see, like, despite the fear and everything, like, I'm doing things, and it's working out for me. Like, I can live like this. Yeah. So that's, like, a great thing when you read it. And on the same time, the main character comes back to over and over that she's very tired. Yeah. It says so many times in the book, I'm so tired, I'm just tired. And this uh, tiredness, does that come from, like, trying to handle that, like the ideal or the norms of society? Or is it like the, I mean, it's both the society, but also maybe, you know, misjudging someone you lived with for 20 years that's all of a sudden is prepared to ruin you? Yeah, well, this, yeah, I, I think, as you noticed, I, I didn't want the, uh, the, the main character to complain. No. Um, and, and, but the only thing is, that she says is that she's tired yeah. because it's exhausting everything yeah. you know and it's all also a, a way to probably to say that uh she's not um having you know affairs with girls lots of affairs and uh, for fun uh it's not sad it's fun it's also fun sometimes uh, in the book yeah. i think but it's it's more no it's 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 not for fun it's not like that it's n not a, a person it's yeah. it's uh, she just tries to find um uh, ways to go through the days but yes i think events is always a good uh, a good uh, a good idea try to to yeah, to find events mm -hmm. happening to you. Yeah. If we go back to this, uh, uh, the trial. The main character also needs to get rid of books, uh, so they won't be used in this custody battle. And that I think is fascinating. Oh, because that's not a very sad scene. 
Like she seems very easy to throw out Homer and Baudelaire and Duras. Like, is that also like? Do you also think of that as like it's thrown out of the narrator's like right? Is it also a poetic statement? Fuck these people. I put them on the. I give these books up. I don't need them anymore. Yes, you know. I mean. There are, of course, different layers. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one is about uh, things. Um, I think we, we're dying, you know, we're dying above things. We don't need those things. And, and, and it, of course, if we think a little bit, we know the thing about mm -hmm. things is, to, I mean, to have things, you have to have money. Uh, and when you have all those things, we, you need space to, to to store them. Then you have apartment for the things, not for yourself. And 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 then you have to work. And when if you work, you want uh, you want uh, I don't know uh, put the cars on fire. You want do a revolution. You want you you you're gonna be a good you know good citizen for the for the state and for the for the all the the, the companies, the liberal system as well. So. But once you realize you don't need the things, then you are, of course, much more free. I mean, mm. of fewer things. Mm. So that's the first thing. Mm. And um, so, yes, she, she uses the new situation, which is difficult, uh, to, to, to go further in this idea, mm. of course. Uh, and uh, the second thing about books is... Um, Yes, well, books became things. And at the, I mean, and if you think of it, books are not things. They're just little signs, you know, which make words, which are mixed of ideas, sound, and, and images, which do something in our brain. But this is nothing. This is, it doesn't exist. It's just those little things. And and so this you know beautiful uh, shelves of books everyone have has uh, it's just bullshit <laughs> and we don't need them and I, I I really think books are much more than that you can you can you can hold a book you can take a picture of a book and and put. Put it on Instagram doesn't doesn't mean anything. You won't, you don't, you never own a book, and um, and yes, it's and 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 I think the the, the greatest book are uh, at the opposite of that. I mean, it's you know, it's all always about. I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I think it's it's it's. Uh, it's not what books are about. And third, I agree. What I think, when you began to write. I think writing is about disrespect. <laughs> and it's very important. Mm -hmm. To disrespect um, as much as you can, mm. not not for the you know for the to be provocative mm. doesn't mean anything, but to to 
get where you want to go. And so you have to, first thing is you have to forget about the great authors. Of course, you have read them and loved them, and, but sometimes they are, sometimes not. You, I, I, to me, I mean, I can, you, you, I, I can be, sometimes I'm, uh, sometimes I think Flaubert is completely overrated. <laughs> I could give a, you know, a, a talk for hours about Flaubert and, and how I really, I mean, it's, it's, it's a minor, he's a minor uh, author who uh, had done so much bad to French literature and literature in general. But it's probably not all I think about mm -hmm. him. But yeah, I could do it. And I, 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 would, I would think, I mean, uh, mm. yeah, I think I should do it, actually. Yes. <laughs> we'll invite you back for the okay. Flaubert talk. Uh, the Flaubert <laughs> seminar. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, now we're talking about this, uh, like giving away the things, the books. Uh, I mean, the main character in this book come from a very like, particular place of both being like exposed and protected by her name. Hmm. And it's also, I mean, someone who's like born into a kind of bourgeoisie, but also parents with addiction. <laughs> and uh, I mean, what is it to leave things behind depending on what you have? Sorry, but like, does it change the act of leaving things or giving things oh, up uh, depending on what you have to begin with? Yeah, well, I, uh, there's no lots of psychoanalysis in this book. You noticed it, but I don't know what no. makes us. You know, mm. so that's mm. it's a mix of many, many things mm. of of temper, and mm. I, I I do believe um, in in temper, mm. uh, of course, of childhood and mm. many things. But I I do mm. agree, and I think it is something which is in this book and in the others mm. that f probably um, my my uh, ideas about um, about. Um, things about material, mm. the material mm. world, but money as mm. well, and my personal choices uh, can also be explained by um, I, part of, I mean, a part of my family. I mean, to be very clear, uh, yes, I, uh, okay, my, my parents were, I mean, drug addicts, my mother died, so I have this kind of, you know, dysfunctional thing, which is always good. Uh, and on the other part, my name, I mean, my, my grandfather used to be a, um, a politician, and so people know the name. But we didn't have very much money. But the thing is, is my, on my mother's mm -hmm. side, and they are all crazy uh, and dead now. Uh, but they, I mean, they, they come from a noble family. And I think, uh, at least in France, um, you know, when you, like centuries ago, you, you had castles and you had a revolution and no more castles and... Uh, you don't, I mean, you know, it is, it's not important. 
And it's the di whole difference between the bourgeoisie and the nobles. The nobles, uh, and, you know, their values uh, are, it's, uh, you know, being, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, being brave. Much more than being rich. Being rich is pff, a bourgeois thing. Uh, so it's, it, it might be, although I pretend not to be influenced by my family, of any mm. part, but uh, or, or at least it's something that mm. I have seen mm. in, in, in this, uh, mm. you know, in these narratives, mm. uh, and and that I thought was uh, interesting and mm. kind of beautiful, much mm. more uh, yes than mm. the uh, bourgeoisie's mm. idea, uh, mm. bourgeois ideas. Who are all over, you know? Mm. You should have an apartment. Mm. You should uh, buy an apartment. Mm. With, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is so boring, <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> I think so <laughs> ugly. You know. I forgot. To but say I know. I'm sorry, I, I know. I again. I know it's uh, probably much more easy for mm. me because of this context, because mm. of those. Figures I have in my life, or I had in my life, uh, to think that way. Although, again, I never have much money, but I know I know it's probably very different uh, for someone uh, who of a different, you know, uh, social class. I don't know. If I, I mean, I'm a mix of many things, but I, I so I, I have to I have to say that I think. But it is, uh, I mean, the book, I forgot to say, I mean, it's a part of trilogy. So that starts out with uh, Playboy. And then we go to Love Me Tender. And uh, then we have Nom. Nom, the Nomnet, po svenska. And now I thought, because you started talking about, uh, or we mentioned the Odyssey. I mean, he also goes out for like, his whole journey, and uh, in the end, he kind of finds his past yeah. and his father, in a way, isn't it? Now yeah. I feel like I don't really remember. But yes, the father comes back, and that happens here too. The oh, father yeah. comes in this. Did you know that when you started out with this, that you would end kind of in the name? Here. Um, well, I, I I knew at some point I had I, I, w I wanted to you know to ex to expose in a way mm. my position yeah. uh, about uh, about um, any kind of origins. Yeah. Uh, it's also a statement that we can decide. It's a faith. It's uh, yeah. It's probably uh, we can decide more than we are told we could. Mm. You know, it's not we are not just um, reacting to our childhood, but we can. Uh, there is this origin. We have this family or childhood, mm. and we can decided to go there and there. Mm. Um, and um, so I, ha I knew I, I wanted to deal with that and, and talking about origins as I'm not writing essays. 
uh, meant to talk about mm. my family, mm. and there is this question of, mm. of the name, because mm. in France, you know. And, uh, oh, but also, of course, my, my, my parents, and, and especially my father, uh, what I didn't know, but it was not a complete surprise, mm. was th that he was going to die mm. while I was writing this mm. um, this book. So, mm. uh, but again, it was um, it was not planned, but it uh, it was not mm. complete uh, surprise. Mm. It's a very, I mean, so he helped me <laughs> in a way. Actually, he told me so. He said, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. your next, after Love Me Ten, mm -hmm. your next book is going to be about the, the death of the father. Yeah. And I said, well, mm -hmm. he's so, so egocentric. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, though, now I'm arguing with your father from the other side yeah. here, but, like, <laughs> sorry, but these books, I mean, they're, the first two books, like you're kind of very close to this person and this character and what's happening. But like in Nom, I mean, yes, it's the death of the father. Yeah. But it also feels like you're going, like it's opening up to a more like this where it says, j'ai un programme politique. Ah, oui, oui. Like it goes, like it's, it becomes radical, but also really like talking out in the society in a yeah. really different yeah. way. Mm. Yeah, well, I think, um, I, I don't know how you feel about that, mm. but I think you have to change a little mm. bit what you're doing at each mm. book. It's not just mm. you're, change, you're not changing only the story, mm. you know, the plot. So, so. Mm. Uh, but you're changing the way you write. And uh, mm. for instance, in Playboy, there's mm. apps probably no speech at all. It's yeah. really like just mm. fact, almost really. And I wanted it to be that way. Mm. I like it. <laughs> Love Me Tender is a mis mixed of things. But no, uh, there are many other things, mm. you know, uh, sometimes short sentences, mm. sometimes very long yeah. sentences, uh, and also, yes, ideas, opinion. Uh, mm. So it's, it's, uh, it's different. And, it's, and yes, I talk about... Um, about ideas, about society, yeah, in a way, yeah. yeah. And I use I use the uh, the, the personal stuff, which is yes. uh, you know material to me. It's nothing mm. else, none of the material. Mm. It's like you know, um, paint, um, mm. uh, and and uh, to to mm. yeah to to well yeah it's ideas and 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 facts and my facts mm. and and ideas but but because the whole thing about to me about literature about about novels is that it's literature when when you can use those things for everyone you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm writing about for instance i'm writing about or i don't know when i read uh, dostoevsky well, no, I'm not uh, a young um, um, man in, in uh, St. Petersburg uh, killing an old lady. <laughs> but I immediately relate to Raskolnikov. May maybe when you write Love Me Tender, you're not a French girl of 45 or something years old who had, a, you know, uh, a son and 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 getting a difficult divorce and 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 used to be 
uh, straight and is and now gay. Maybe not. But maybe you can relate to this character. Yeah. I hope yeah. so. And that's all. so. Yeah. Was that like this material being relatable, or what's relatable in literature? Uh, was it a hard choice to decide to write in first person art? No, it was it was fun because it's very ambiguous. Yeah. Because. Some people think you write about yourself. Of course, mm. you're not. Mm. It's not the point. I don't. I mean, you know, it's too much work. I should, if I want to talk about myself, I, I, I call yeah. a friend and we go in a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and and at midnight it's done. <laughs> we could go to bed. <laughs> uh, although writing a book, I mean, it's uh, it's hard work. Um, so, uh, so well, yes, it was a decision because mm. it's. Uh, I wanted. I think it's because I wanted to uh, again uh, to really be. I mean, to assume this responsibility of aggressive mm. position, yeah. and mm -hmm. so yeah, let's put my body. Although it's not completely my body, but still, it's my body uh, in 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 the book. And because it's you know it's like uh, you double the effect of the responsibility of the author when uh, the the main character is very close to the author. So suddenly, when people hate. This, the sentences, what is said, and the character, they hate the author. <laughs> and it's the, I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's the fun of it. Okay, are you going to write a, a book? Okay, but you have to take risks. So I wanted to do it that way. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, well, that's it. And sometimes that's now and you, you, the, the last book mm. and, and maybe the book I'm writing uh, on uh, now are mm. not at the first person because yeah. uh, at some point you know you, you create things to escape from mm. things and then and then what you have uh, created be, be, becomes a trap mm. so you have to find another mm. you know another door mm. another something and then so you, you use everything and you go everywhere oh you think I'm here no mm. I'm not anymore because what, what, what's, what, I mean, what's, uh, uh, and especially with the three books, and then I, I, I have created a, a kind of, you know, personage, a kind of, you know, uh, and, and people getting confused and, uh, and too much interested in me or the character and wanted me to, you know, to, uh, to perform this, this kind of, uh, I don't know, punk, as they say, uh, a, a girl and uh, having sex and everything. So it's like, no, come on. Uh, I have other things to, I mean, you know, it's done. Maybe we have other things to talk about. And uh, so I wanted to use other things and other, yeah, other material and other way of, of, of writing. But is it then also the new writing? Are you then also looking for other risks? Yes. Well, oh, yes, because to me, uh, writing is about taking risks. Yeah. And again, it's you know, it's the um, the price of the uh, of the very arrogant position yeah. there is in 
saying, okay, now I'm going to be one of those guys on the shelves. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking risks and for the risk of coming all the way here. Yeah. Thank you so uh, much. And thank you.